to see you this morning. Another big thanks to all the Working Bee people yesterday. Uh, we got a long way further ahead than what I was kind of expecting us to get, so that was really exciting. So, so please be praying this week. Uh, we have the, the builders back this week. Uh, fixing that wall, and we I, I think we're just about three, maybe three weeks away from re-entering that building, maybe the end of January there. The chairs apparently have landed in the country as well, which is just fantastic. So please be praying this week uh, that builders get in and do that final wall so we can get back home. That would be so, so good. Well, well, it's so good to see everyone today, and, and come on, our Elam family, come on, let's welcome all our guests one more time. That would be so good, so good. Some of you I haven't seen all year, uh, which is so good to... Did you? No? Oh. <laughs> Kate, Kate got it. Thank you, Kate. can always trust that Kate will laugh at my jokes. That's awesome. Uh, that newly married couple, which is so good as well. So good to have you guys here. Uh, so today, so today we're going to get straight into it this morning because uh, I, I just, I, I always like at the start of the year uh, to, to look at a, a topic or, or a message that that helps us, that propels us into the year, right? Because the way we finish a year, how happy are you with how you finished last year? How happy are you? How, 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 what, if you were to uh, give yourself a, a zero to 10 for last year, so some, some things that you would change or you would, you would adjust, or, or if you haven't even thought about last year or about making changes for this year, there's a saying, <laughs> there's a saying that if you keep doing things the way you've always done them, you'll keep getting the same results. And, and so I want to start off with a, uh, with a, a message uh, right from this very first Sunday to kind of poke and prod you a little bit. So, so apologies if you feel poked and prodded by the end of the, end of the service. But it's, I, I just believe that, that God wants us to take us on a journey, right, to, to grow us, to to for us to find freedom where we haven't found freedom before, for us to move on into new things that God has got for you, for your families, for your workplaces, and for this city, for this nation, for this church. And, and so I've just called this message today, Firsts. Everybody say Firsts. Why don't you say it with a bit of meaning? Firsts. Come on. Firsts. So I, I, I'm, I've got to be honest, I, I'm really looking forward to, to this year. Uh, firstly, because you're getting back into our, into our building, it was a bit of a crazy year last year, right? But we can leave that behind there now and, and look ahead to all that God's got for us and, and some of the new firsts that he's got for us as a church family. But, but I, I think it's really healthy at the start of a year uh, that we always take a few moments to, to almost like uh, honestly assess our well-being uh, from where we are as we head into this new year, like 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 question like this, like our bodies, are, are you looking after the body that God gave you? Are you feeding it well? Are you exercising it well? Are you taking care of it well? So uh, you you can think about that and reflect about that. If there's some things that you would change from last year, how you looked after yourself, good start today. And what about our minds? Like how how are we coping? Uh, mentally in our, in our well-being and uh, with everything that life throws at us, how 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 free is this? Is this stressed right now? Is this anxious right now? Is this is this or is this restful right now? Because the truth is, there's probably a bunch of people in this room. You've had two or three weeks off on holiday. You're about to go back to work tomorrow, and you feel like you need another holiday already. <laughs> 
And, and sometimes this, this battlefield we have in our mind, okay, God, I, I believe God wants to free us. I believe that God wants to free you and to find, to find rest and peace. And, and we have some great people here, uh, some great counselors in this church. We have a counseling hub that will help you and assist you in that. But, but here's the thing. How are you to assess how you've been in your thinking this past year? What things are you going to do differently? Who are you going to see that can help you this year? What, what about our, our spirits? How, how's your relationship with God? If you were to give that a zero to 10 for last year, is it, would you say it's non-existent or it's cold? Or is it vibrant? See, see, I, I think you're the same as me, and, and we all have hopes for this new year. We all have dreams for this new year, a, a better life, greater health, more, more sleeping better, more, more feeling restful, uh, and maybe stronger relationships. But the things that we do, the things that we do and the things that we should do, don't always line up. <laughs> we have uphill hopes, but we have downhill habits. <laughs> uphill hopes, just like walking up these stairs. I'll be, I, I, I've got to say, got to be said, I can't wait for our new building to come back. The best thing is we've got no stairs. Praise the Lord. It's just amazing. Up, we have uphill hopes and aspirations, but, but generally, or, or a lot of the time, it's our habits uh, don't equal what we were hoping for. And, and, and I want 2024 for you, for me, for our, for our church to be, to be a year that we change old patterns with new habits for a new year. Uh, Aristotle, the great philosopher, said this, we are or you are what you repeatedly do. You are what you repeatedly do. And, and what we need to understand about this is that we form habits and then our habits form us. We form habits, and then our, our habits actually form us. Good, bad, the ugly, whatever those habits are, whatever habits that you've got, whatever things you wake up every morning thinking about or what's your first on your plate to do, that those habits are what are going to form you. Uh, so, but in order, uh, and, and we need to understand that these, these habits, the real change is, is hard, right, to come by. Uh, it's not easy to, to change, but it's really important for us to create good habits that facilitate change in our lives. And, and, and in order to develop good habits, we must have a hope for the future. Jeremiah 29, 11. When, when I was watching uh, all the people cleaning the windows yesterday and mopping the floors and all the mud that was left from the flood yesterday, uh, up on one of our, our big walls here is Jeremiah 29, 11. I was thinking, why are these people here cleaning one-year-old mud off the walls while they were, hit, they were there uh, because they have hope for the future. It's up on the walls, Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. They are plans to prosper you and not to harm you. They are plans to give you a hope and a future. God has a plan for your life. God has a plan for your life. And in order to develop those good habits, uh, we, must, we must have, uh, there needs to be a, a change in direction of our lives. And a lot of, lot of people that, that think repentance, uh, repentance is, is something that involves us falling on our face and weeping and gnashing of teeth and wailing and, and, and then God doing all the work. And it's actually more about you and I um, making some changes. The word literally means I was going this direction and now I'm making, making a course change and I'm going this direction. There's been a change in direction in my life. 
I've heard it said like this. I've heard a person say that on a journey to changing the direction of their life in, in, in a book form. Uh, and, and they called it the, they called this book the story of my life in five chapters. Chapter one, I went for a walk. I fell in a deep, dark hole, and it took me a long time to get out of it. Change of direction, chapter two. I went for a walk. I fell in the same, same deep, dark hole, and it took me a long time to get out of it. This is life sometimes, right? Changing direction. Chapter three. I went for a walk, I got a bit close to the hole, and I slipped in it, and it took me a long time to get out of it. The story of our lives. Chapter 4, I went for a walk, I saw the hole, I decided to walk around it. Chapter 5, I went down a whole nother street. (laughs) (laughs) I want to tell you, that, that repentance is all about going down a whole nother street. How many times have, have you, how many times have you heard stories of people, I just fell into it. It just happened. Well, truth is you fell into it because you went down the wrong street again. <laughs> Pick another street. Change your suburb. Pick another street. Don't walk down there. If you walk close, the reality is that if you you walk around the the edge of it, there's a good chance you're going to fall back in again. Choose another street. This year, 2024, is your year to choose another street. For some of you here right now, this is is just what you need to hear. Look Look at me just real close. One second. There's two words I don't want you to forget. Change your direction. Actually, three. Three words. Change your direction. Otherwise, your this year will look exactly the same as your last year. Change your direction. Philippians 3, verse 13 uh, to 14, it says this, Brothers and sisters, uh, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but this one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining forward to what is ahead, I press on towards the goal to win the prize for which which God has called me and heavenward in Christ Jesus. I believe the scripture holds uh, some keys for us today as we form new habits because what we, we are, what we repeatedly do. And if there's a principle that runs right throughout the Bible today, it's simply this one of priorities and things we place first. So what are you placing first in your life? The truth is this. The truth is this, is that what you place first in your life says more about you than you think. So three keys, three keys I, I want us to, to be challenged with, I, I want us to take away today. And, and, and right now, if, if, if you're uh, new, to, new to church, or maybe this is your first time and, and you're wondering what the pastor's going to say, um, uh, we're, we're pretty cool around here, I think we're pretty like normal around here. And as, as uh, someone who, who speaks to people uh, most weeks, uh, I'm speaking to myself just as much as anyone else. We don't have any, any platforms here of people and good people, bad people, middle people, every other people. We're, we're just all the same. We're all on a journey. And there's three things that I, I, I feel like God is saying to us this year. The first way to focus on what we do first is this. Number one is to put God first. Put God first. And I'm, I'm going to say something a little bit 
get up in your face a little bit here, so sorry about that, but get up uh, in your business a little bit, and I don't mean that to be ugly about it, but, it, but it's just true. God will not take second place in your life. God will not take second place in your life. If he is on your list, but he's not first, he's not on your list. <laughs> sorry. If, he, if he's in your life, but he's not first, he, he's not in your life. Uh, you, you can't have God as part of your life because the truth is this, that scripture teaches us he will only take one place in your life and that is first place. And, and he does that because he gave his first, first. <laughs> he always models what he expects and, and he, he says to us, I, I'm gonna show you the priority that you are or what you mean to God. And, and he showed each one of us uh, each person sitting in this seat, every person on the planet, he, he showed us how important that you are to him by giving his first as a sacrifice, his son for you and for me. See, Christianity is, is when you reorder your list to show that you're putting God first in your life. Maybe there's a little bit of reordering. This is, I want you to walk out of this place today free. If you're feeling condemned, that's we're not into condemnation or pointing the finger or hitting you with a Bible or anything like that. If you do want a Bible, there's blue ones out in the foyer, by the way, but no hitting with Bibles. But, but Christianity is re, like reordering our list. Why, why don't you start this year, this first Sunday of the year, by, by maybe doing a, a, a look at your life right now, and if there's some reordering that needs to happen, do it today. Do it today. Tonight when you get home or when you get home after, after this service, like it's get before you all, God. I know you're speaking to me right now. And, and how do we know he's speaking to, to us? Because there's things that are popping into your mind right now and it's making you feel a little bit uneasy. Like, like is God just dropping things into your heart? Come on. Well, what about this? This, this car is... Is up a couple of places on your list, and it, and it shouldn't be there. That person, that money, that issue. Maybe it's time to reprioritize your list. If if God's not first on your list, He's probably not on your list. Exodus twenty verse one to three. Okay, we can be a bit more noisy now. That got a bit quiet. And then God gave the people all these instructions. I am the Lord your God who rescued you from the land of Egypt, the place of your slavery. What a great picture of our lives today. But you must not have any other gods than me. In 2024, let's put God first. The second thing is this. The second way to focus on what we do first is to give God the first of everything. Now, now maybe you're like me, and we know first hear these kind of things immediately. You think, okay, well, the guy's going to talk about money. They always talk about money, and he just wants my money, and God doesn't want, I, I just want to say, like, I don't want your money. You keep your money. It's between you. I, God doesn't want your money, and, and I definitely don't want your money, but, but God does want you to be blessed in, li in this life. Uh, he has for you, and, and I, want, I want you to be blessed in your, in your life, that, in all that God's entrusted, that you can live your best life now. Leviticus 27.30, it says this, A tithe of everything from the land, whether grain from the soil or fruit from the trees, belongs to the Lord. 
two things here I want to show you. That, that tithe, that part he was talking about from the, from the land, firstly, it belongs to the Lord. Secondly, it's, it's holy. It's, it's holy. I'll just say it one more time because it goes in threes. It's holy. Now, I, I, think, I think money is on the list, but it's probably not the most important thing that's on the list. It's, it's, it's not the only thing on the list when, when we put God first. Yeah, I think a tithe or, or a tenth of everything that, that he entrusts into us is, is more than just money or finance. I think it's a portion of our time. I, I think it's a portion of our thoughts, of our days, of our resources. I, I think it's a portion of everything we are and have. Why? Because it belongs to the Lord, a portion. And it's holy. Deuteronomy 14.23, the purpose of tithing, that part there, is to teach you, always get this, to put God first in your life. And, and I, I used to, if I'm really honest here, when I, when I used to think about giving and tithing, I thought, okay, I've, I, I used to put tithing or my giving or that, that generosity of my heart. I, I've never wanted to give because I have to. If I have to, I'm not going <laughs> to probably lots of us like that, but I want to give because I want to. And, and so I, I've, I've changed my thinking. It's not paying a bill. It's not paying an account. You, you can't pay an account that doesn't belong to you. It belongs to the Lord, and it's holy. It's holy. It changed the game for me. And, and so as, as I begin to understand what the purpose God have for me and and, and being generous to others and, and the resources with my, with my time and my, my thinking, it, it, it kind of started me on a journey that, that as, we, as we give uh, God f- the first of everything in our lives, I think started thinking like the first of our year, the first of my year. And, and very soon in the next couple of weeks, we're going to just be presenting. We have 21 days of prayer coming up uh, in the next few weeks. And we always like to start ch- uh, the year uh, as a church by praying and fasting and and maybe that could be your your challenge this year to, to, to do all 21 days of praying whether that's two minutes or five minutes or or three hours but but I'm going to challenge everyone to start the new year differently the way you started it last year uh, because our world needs it probably your life needs it like me and we all need God in 2024 like we've never done before take time at the start of the year to put God first with your time the first of my, my month. This is what a great habit to, to set a schedule with your, your time and how busy you are doing things and running here and running there. Because at the first of the month, I, I want to give God first, the, the first part of my, my time and my resources. So, so you check it out. I've discovered in my life that if I don't plan it, it won't happen. You have to plan things, and you're probably like me. Because uh, I want to honor God first and foremost because the first is always holy to him. That's my heart. What about the first of my, uh, of my week? Do you know that church moved from a Saturday Sabbath to a Sunday celebration? And uh, in, in the um, Bible times or in, in old days, the, there was two reasons for that. One, one is that the resurrection happened on a Sunday, and the second other train of thought was that is the early church decided that they wanted to begin the week with God and not end the week with God. Start the first day with God. 
I love it. Sunday's the first day of the week. It's not, it's not when you go to work tomorrow where if you have to go to work, it's like today's the first day. Just coming to church here on the first Sunday of the month, I, I, I think out of, out of everything in, in this, this world or this place, you, you, you're simply just honoring God with the first of, your, of the week. Keep going. The first of my day. Uh, this is about time with God. And, and whether that's 10 seconds before you check your phone or your Facebook when you get up in the morning. But, but in 2024, I'm going to challenge you once again. There's great resources. The Bible Recap is another great one. Right? A, a great app to get on your phone to read the Word of God through the year. But, but this is what it maybe looks like for you. It's just 15 minutes. Maybe it's five minutes reading your Word. Maybe it's five minutes listening to worship or listening to Fiona. That was amazing. I could listen to her all day singing away. That was fantastic. Five minutes in the Word, five minutes in worship, and maybe five minutes in prayer. Fifteen minutes giving, a, giving to back to God, returning your praise and your worship to Him every day. What would it look like? What would your year look like? Maybe it'll look different than last year. Because you know, maybe there wasn't a whole lot going on last year in and, and your quiet time or reading the Word of God. But start today. Start this year. Because if you do, I'm going to tell you, this is what's going to happen in your life. If you do, uh, if for 15 minutes a day, this is what's going to happen. Listen up. Your life will be better. Your life will be better. Give God the first of your day. Bang, do you guys want to come right now? I'm going to close in two minutes. Maybe three. Probably four. <laughs> the third way to focus on, on what we do first is this, is to expect God to bless the rest. Expect God to bless the rest. And this principle of the first is this, that God takes our first and he multiplies it. I don't know how he does. I don't know the scientific way or just what happens, but it's only thing I can say, it's a miracle. When you give God your first, he multiplies it many times over. With coming back into our to our, our, our building at Capital, we've seen it. I've seen it so many times. We we've been uh, got a got a, a fairly tight budget to get back in, and there's lots of furniture that we wanted to wanted to get just to surprise everybody with furniture. So um, seats and couches and things. And and I get on the app and I put my whole list there, and it's like, oh my gosh, it's going to cost that much, God, you know. And and the next day I close the app and. The next day I, I get up and, and I thought, oh, let's check it out again. And it had gone down by $3,000 just overnight. Praise the Lord. I thought I'll give it another day and see what happens. <laughs> but just, just by giving God the first, it's things like that. If, if you're expecting the million-dollar check in the, in the mail and you're not honoring God with the first, I'm pretty sure... The mail's going to go to someone else's house. <laughs> but it's, but it, it's, it's about honoring God with the first because it belongs to Him and, it, and it's holy. He, he multiplies it so many times over. Another great insurance thing with our, with our building, there was some really old carpet that was there and it kind of got flooded and wet. We ripped it all up and didn't kind of think too much about it. But, but the, the, with the insurance for the building, the carpet people have put our a nice new same carpet through the foyer and, and even areas that we'd left big patches of no carpet, they've carpeted a couple of those areas as well. And you're going to be really shocked. They carpeted one of our little wee cupboards that no one knew about. 
I think, God, what? <laughs> and God, God takes what you give and he multiplies it many times over. He, he blesses us. Because why? That's his heart for you, to, to bless you, not to take from you. His heart is for you. Is, is life easy? Is it not all the time? Is, it, is there struggles? Yeah, yeah, there is struggle. But this one thing I know is that he is always with you. He will always direct you. When, when you place God the f- first in your life, not second or third or, or, or even not on your list, but when you do, when you place him on the top, the promise is this for you through Scripture. He will direct you. He will crown your efforts with success. When you turn your back on, on evil, when you repent, when you walk away, when you keep away from the, from the hole, when you take a whole new street, he will renew your health and vitality. When you give him the first, he will fill your barns to overflowing. Now, I don't have a barn. <laughs> and I'm picking you probably don't either. But when you place God first, such an incredible adventure not always an easy adventure but this year I'm believing I've got two words for this year harvest and miracles miracles I'm believing that God is going to heal people in their bodies you're going to just you're just going to by placing God first in your life and acknowledging him and you're going to see the miraculous open up in your lives. That, that, that's what I think. That's what I believe. I'm, I'm, I'm tired of doing church. <laughs> I would like to take the popcorn machine with us to our other building, but, but popcorn or no popcorn, God is going to move in miraculous ways, and I want you to come on that journey with me. I, I want you to, to be involved, to to treat this uh, our, our place, this home, this church, this Forest church as, as your home. And to, to serve and to, to give and to be involved and to reach out to tell others about it. Because I think harvest and miracles are, are something that's going to go together. I, I, I would, I, I'm picking, not that we bet in church, but I'll just, is this, this is a bet. I bet just betting, just to say. Sorry. I bet. I, I, I believe. Okay. All right, focus back there. <laughs> I believe that if you go on this journey of placing God first in your life, reordering your list, taking another street, you're going to see the miraculous in your life. You're going to see what it is to have the, the windows of heaven open over your lives. But he's not going to give you all of that for the sake of giving you all of that. He's going to lead you on a path if you acknowledge him first and foremost in your life. Life will be better. Your home will be better. Your work will be better. Your life will be better. Father, I pray right now, Lord, for every person in this place, 
Lord, I, I thank you that you're here. Lord, I thank you that you're speaking. Father, for every every person in this place, Lord, as they're thinking about their list, Lord, or they're thinking about the street they're walking down, right now, Lord, I, I pray, Lord, would you just, just how you gently come and, and just speak and just highlight things to us, oh God. Lord, not because of anything that I've said, oh God, Lord, we'll, we'll forget about that in 10 minutes, Lord, but, but Lord, here in this place, Lord, I, Lord, would you speak, Lord, from, from your lips, from your mouth, Holy Spirit, when you speak to every heart about their direction, about the challenge of this new year. So God, we praise you today. Lord, every eye is still closed, every head is bowed. One more minute. Maybe you're here today and you don't know Jesus. And, and perhaps you might say, well, Daryl, my life is far from him. Well, I, I would love to offer a, just a simple invitation for you to pray a simple prayer and say yes to Jesus. The truth is this, that God loves you. He made you. He has a great plan for your life, but we all sin and we all mess up. And that sin separates us from God. But, but God in his wonderful grace sent his, his first, his son, Jesus, to die on a cross and he took him on, on upon himself, everything that I was due and everything you were due. And, and today he extends to every one of us his grace and his forgiveness to bring peace, a new life right now, and hope for your future. So if that's you today, and you want to say yes to Jesus, then, then I'd like to invite you to pray this real simple prayer just silently in your heart after me. Pray this, pray, God, today, I surrender my life to you. Sin, but I believe Jesus, you died for me. I turn from my old life and turn to yours. Come in and be the Lord of my life. Make me brand new today. I choose from this day to live for you in Jesus' name. Amen. That's why every eyes closed, every head's bowed. I'm not going to call you out, I'm not going to embarrass you, but I'd love to know who, who just prayed that prayer really meant it in your heart. And so I'd love to be able to include you in this final prayer before I hand back to Denise. So if that's you, you said yes to Jesus, you really meant it in your heart. It's not a count of three, just want you to slip your hand up so I can see. I'll acknowledge it, you can put your hand down. So if that's you right now, on the count of three. One, two, he loves you so much. Three, he 